0: A 13-year-old girl has now been charged after footage emerged of an alleged schoolyard bashing on the New South Wales south coast. The victim has been left with serious facial injuries over the lunchtime brawl, which was filmed by witnesses and uploaded to social media. My next guest has been given the job of investigating this disturbing trend of recording bullying on smartphones during a wider inquiry into the use of phones in the classroom. Michael Cargreg is a child psychologist and he joins me on the line now. Thanks for joining me, Michael.
1: Absolute pleasure, Miranda.
0: Now, um, that footage was very disturbing. We can't say much about the case, obviously, because it's uh, going to be uh, part of a police inquiry. But um, is this a common occurrence that we're seeing this kind of bullying recorded on phones?
1: We know that there's been a 28% increase in complaints to the Office of the E-Safety Commissioner this year. Uh, Not all of them are image-based abuse, but a fair swag of them are. So, look, I think the Minister of Education in New South Wales is to be congratulated for basically establishing what is an Australian first inquiry into the pros and cons of mobile phones in schools. At the moment... Uh, there is no state, uh, no territory with a policy position other than leave it up to the principal to decide.
0: So why do you think kids are filming school violence That's you know, and putting it up online?
1: Well, a lot of it is because they want their 15 megabytes of fame. Mm. One way to climb the social totem pole in 2018 is to get as many likes or um, pr- as much digital approval as you possibly can. And the more raunchy, the more outrageous what you post, the more likely that is to happen.
0: It makes sense to ban mobile phones in primary school, I think, but is it feasible to do it in high school?
1: Look, um, internationally, France has led the way. Um, The education minister there, Jean-Michel Blanc, announced a total ban on mobile phones starting in September 2018. Now, there are not a lot of details yet as to how uh, he intends to carry this out. At the moment we've got a a sort of very strange hodgepodge of policies. Uh, Some uh, schools are requesting that the mobile phone is handed in at the beginning of the day and picked up at the end. Others allow them in their lockers. Others allow them in their pockets. It's going to be very interesting to see, A, how the French do it and B, how workable the ban actually is.
0: Yes, for sure. And um, what about, um, I mean, you're writing a piece for tomorrow's Daily Telegraph about all of this and you touch on helping children understand behaviour in certain settings. Can you expand on that?
1: Yeah, I, I think school is indeed a microcosm of society and um, we have to teach young people how to use the mobile phone in a safe, smart appropriate uh, manner and I think it's incredibly important that we let them know when it's appropriate to use it and when it isn't. Now clearly you go to restaurants around Australia and you can see children are given these things just to shut them up. Uh, in my home, you don't use mobile phones uh, at meal times. Um, you certainly wouldn't have one going in a meeting and it's certainly not appropriate to have it during a school. I would have thought.
0: Would you think sometimes though parents are to blame them modelling bad behaviour for their own kids by being addicted to their own smartphones?
1: I'm afraid I have to agree with you and I think a lot of parents are role modelling exactly the wrong message and it's interesting because there's quite a few YouTube clips uh, done now by uh, researchers showing what the impact uh, of constantly being on your mobile phone, is on children. And, look, children need uh, unrestricted, um, uh, undivided attention from adults, not people who are constantly on their phones. So I think uh, part of the problem will have to be parent education.
0: We've got some questions from listeners for you, Dr Michael Carr-Greg. Um, Theonius writes, schools have turned into blackboard jungles. Why?
1: Uh, I think there's a general lack of a respect for authority. Interestingly, you saw it just the other day in France when a young person spoke in a very disrespectful respectful way to uh, President Macron, who, to, my, to his credit, uh, turned around and told the kid off. I, I think this is a major problem in our society. Young people need to show respect for authority, uh, not just... Uh, politicians but also police i hate it on uh even um radio uh and television when people refer to the prime minister as turnbull Mm. he's not turnbull he's mr turnbull or the prime minister have respect for the office at least uh now what we're seeing in classrooms of course is the trickle down effect of this where teachers find it increasingly difficult to maintain authority
0: Now, Surin writes him to say, bullying is an age-old problem. I doubt that cell phone confiscation is going to change bullying massively, unfortunately. He does have a point that uh, just because the mobile phones aren't around to record bullying, it doesn't mean that it's not going on.
1: No, absolutely couldn't agree more, but it's not just the fact that uh, mobile phones can be used to film bullying, it's also the fact that they contain um, pornography, uh, they distract kids, uh, they have a whole lot of um, deleterious effects. We now know that 42% of young people have been contacted using their mobile phone by complete strangers. Mm. So hopefully we can uh, reduce this. But, look, it's not clear-cut. Um, Interestingly, the New York mayor, Bill de Blasio, um, three years ago, lifted a 10-year ban on phones on school premises. Um, So, look, the, the world is divided. We need to look at world's best practice. That's what I'm going to do for the minister and give him some recommendations towards the end of the year.
0: Well, it might be actually parents who like to keep track of their young ones during the day who might pose the biggest obstruction to your plans.
1: Well, that's a possibility, but of course, one of the uh, areas that I'm going to look at is whether or not we need mobile phones, uh, particularly smartphones in primary school, would Mm. would seem to me to be logical to have dumb phones that don't have access to the internet and don't have uh, cameras on them. That might be a nice compromise.
0: Great idea. Thanks so much for your time, Michael.
1: Always a
0: pleasure. That's child psychologist Dr Michael Carr. gregg and let me know what you think about phones in schools. Are they appropriate? Do our kids really need a mobile phone to help them learn? Leave me a comment on our page at dailytelegraph.com.au or on social media using the hashtag MirandaLive. I'm Miranda Devine, coming to you live from the Daily Telegraph newsroom in Sydney. I've just got a couple more comments. David has written to say, wish someone would do something on new laws. I'm fed up with schools turning a blind eye on bullying. Uh, A lot of you are calling in or writing in about uh, the Blues. Everyone's very excited. Tolly, Blues rule, go the Blues, go the Blues. Darren, I agree with you. We'll be talking to Adam Mobs from our sports desk shortly about the wash-up from last night's game. And also Reg has written in to say... Um, he wanted to know from Josh Frydenberg, sorry, I didn't get this earlier, Reg. Um, why is he so eager to gain consensus on energy policy when the coalition's clear difference to Labor on this topic in the past has been so successful for them electorally? Can the minister promise that no wages or jobs will be lost by asking big energy users to power down during times of peak demand? Last summer, this happened twice, and it's taxpayers or bill payers who foot the bill for the fifty million dollars. It already happened this winter with Tomago Aluminium a few weeks ago. Surely, in a resource-rich nation such as Australia, we should be aiming for reliable electricity, twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week, three hundred and sixty-five days a year. Asking industry and manufacturing to stop operation during periods of peak demands is just going to send them and jobs overseas. Very well said, Reg. And um, I'll definitely raise that next time I talk to Josh Friedenberg. So. After this we'll be talking to Adam Mobs about the blues.